Namaste. Welcome to Call and Response Podcasts with Krishnadas, where he shares meaningful stories of his life on the path, of his Guru Maharaji, and integrating spiritual practice into our everyday lives. Call and Response Podcasts is an offering of the Kirtanmala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India. If you are interested in supporting this podcast and the work of the foundation, please visit kirtanwalafoundation.org, K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. So practice, you got to do practice, I'm sorry, you just have to. With our eyes open and our hearts open. But through a practice, you're, you're, you get used to coming back from being gone. It's more like an ability to let go. Let's meditate something. Can we meditate something? All sure. of us? Yeah, please. Yeah. Okay. So please go into meditative mode. In this light, I'm moved to ask you to meditate something. And um, this comes from the Guru Puja, but I won't read it. It's from the Guru, Guru Puja, the Guru worship, mentor worship. Okay, so please go into meditative mode. And in meditative mode, take a look at yourself to find your true self. And when you do that, when you use your mind to look back into your own face, what will happen to you is you won't be sure who you are if you look properly for yourself you will find a certain uncertainty about are you the tip of your nose? Are you your face as it looks this morning? Are you your face as it was 20 years ago or 10 years ago or two years ago? Or are you something else? You have an angelic face inside. Are you, etc. You'll feel a kind of thing like that if you really look intently into yourself to find yourself you'll feel an uncertainty, and if you do it strongly, you'll feel even a little nervous, anxious, maybe insecure, like, who am I? Sort of like Ramana Maharshi, sort of routine. And let yourself melt. Use that uncertainty to kind of melt your self-image about yourself. And as your self-image about yourself melts, your picture of the world around you will melt, can melt. You know, your imagination that you're in this room in Massachusetts and this and that and Karpalu and this and the other and whatever, and just let go of it all. And then imagine yourself in the best way you might be, want to be on a mountain in Tibet, sitting with Shapkar, looking at another mountain with the billowing clouds on top of it, beautiful with shining sun, blue sky, rainbows in some parts of the vast view that you're seeing. And you're feeling really alert. You don't bother like who you are. You're just you're in your best feeling. And you're seeing this vision in your mind's eye. And then you see sort of like he did his guru on top of that cloud. You see your guru. And if you don't have a particular guru, you think of you can think of a Buddha, you can think of Krishna, you can think of Rama, you can think of Karoli Baba, you can think of anybody you want, whoever you feel moved by, whoever, if they were there on that cloud, 
you would feel really excited. You know, like, like when you meet some celebrity or some really super person that you love and you're just in their space and you get all like keyed up, you know, and you just feel like that. Some, some amazing person, even you don't know them, Dalai Lama or some imagined Lama, it doesn't matter. And that person is sitting there smiling radiantly at you, like Shabkar's guru is smiling at him. And you just imagine that being is there. Like Obi-Wan Kenobi is like a light being, like a pure light phenomenon. And you could have many beings there if you like. If it's Jesus that you like, if it's Moses, if it's, if it's Muhammad, if it's whoever it is, you just, oh, they're all there together, Krishna. And really there, you know, or Sita, or Shakti, you know, Mother Teresa, it doesn't matter because they're all there, and you could have a host up there on top of that cloud formation, sitting there, smiling, and they're all looking personally at you. They're like, you know, they found you, they love you. You feel, you visualize them there, and then you imagine if there's someone who passed away, let's say, could be your parents, your grandmother, your grandfather, or anybody you can imagine. And they're there in their light body. And you imagine that their real light body comes from wherever they may be in whatever heaven, plane, or anywhere, and inhabits what you're visualizing. And the duplicate soul body comes and inhabits what you visualize. And if you, don't worry if you can't hold the visualization steady. You just flash it in your mind and sky above you and smiling at you, and from the smile, gleaming light rays flow down to you. And the rainbow, whatever color you need, blue, or red, or gold, or rainbow, and just flow, this energy comes like a liquid, coherent, gentle laser light flowing to you, comes into the crown of your head, goes into all your chakras, your central nervous system, fills you up with this light and energy. You just feel you're receiving grace and energy and light. And your normal nagging, doubting mind is like little shadowy things that's being washed out of you by this light and energy. And it goes, flows out of you and flows down into the underworld where even your nagging doubts are like, nectar to the beings under there, and they like it. So it's not just trash. You know? It comes to them in a blessing way. And you feel totally blessed. And then don't neglect all the beings that you know, all everyone else in this group here, and also all your loved ones at home or everywhere. You can remember even those who have passed away. They're all around you in a huge host, and all beings actually are around you and all your loved ones along the front rows on the left side, and your acquaintances that you'd have no strong feelings one way or the other are in front, in the front rows, and the ones you have dislike and you have negative feelings about are on front rows on the right side. But they're all getting a reflection from you of this energy that's flowing down to you, this grace energy, and reflecting off of you, and they think it's coming from you, which is okay but you're just reflecting it from those beings above you, and they send you encouraging thoughts, 
and even your enemies and rivals, they send you encouraging thoughts because they are getting light from you, so they don't mind. Even though they're a little jealous, they don't care. They want you to send more light. The loved ones love seeing your light, and the neutral ones are amazed that this neutral person is sending light to them. And then you sending your gratitude and your devotion and your dedication to your Krishna and your Guru and your Buddha and your Lama and whoever it is for you, your grandmother, grandfather, Moses, Jesus, Muhammad, Kizar, whoever it is, all of them together. And you're in this like infinity figure eight of blessing of grace and then reflecting blessing of grace to all the beings around you and then their gratitude coming toward you, gratitude or anyway, agitation, incitation, coming toward inspiration, coming toward you, and then your gratitude and love and devotion going toward your source of your grace, your mentor, your guru, your gurus, your gurinis. And you just enjoy this. And this this setting, this meditational setting field in Tibetan tradition for the Shabkar, and every, every spiritual tradition has something like this. And in fact, they build temples and churches and synagogues and mosques and everything to create a, in a building a feeling of being in a space like this, with, with the grace flowing down through the roof or whatever it may be through space. This, this is a universal thing. And you just enjoy being there. And, in, and in, in the Tibetan tradition, when you meditate on any theme, even if you're meditating on death, if you're meditating on the precious of life, preciousness of life, if you're meditating on, on the, the inadequacy of this self-centered worldview, you're meditating on the beauty of the loving worldview. You know, whatever you're meditating a different thing, you just know that you're in a field like that. Because actually all of us are in a field like that all the time, actually, whether we know it or not. As, 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 as Rinpoche, Rinpoche said, K.D. Rinpoche said, it's all grace, but we act like it isn't. So we visualize it, though. And then you meditate whatever it is you really most need to meditate. You know, mindfulness, you can practice mindfulness, you can count your breath within a field like that. And even you can then, even counting your breath, you know, you can use in every way. Someone did ask me, and I want to add to it just while we're doing it. And don't worry if you don't, rem if you don't remember, you know, who's up there and, and who's blessing and which color light's coming and who's around you. Don't remember, because you're in that field. You create it with your imagination and you're in it. And then you just think about all the beings around you and all their suffering. And you feel how blessed you feel and how blissful you feel, feeling the grace of being beloved by deities and by lamas and by goddesses and by angels and by those in your life who have touched you in a positive way. And then you, when you draw in your breath, you draw away the shadows of the doubts and worries and sufferings and anxieties and sorrows and sadnesses and distresses and pains of the beings around you. And you draw them into your heart. And then in your heart is the vast, absolute luminous nature, what they call, or the clear light of voidness, 
clear light of freedom is in the center of your heart and therefore any amount of this darkness goes in there and completely transforms in the sun and moon and luminosity of that space infinite abundant energy of loving energy in that space and then when you exhale the light from that space of your loving bliss the light of the bliss of your feeling and that from the center core energy of your heart comes flowing out out of your nostrils and it goes out to all the beings around you and it feeds them bliss and nurtures them like nurses them with bliss and you so you this is called the meditation of give and take so every inhalation you're drawing away the pain and suffering of all the beings around you of all over the universe actually because you have the center of your heart is the open clear light of freedom it's not any kind of a trap it's not any kind of a prison it's a it's a prism through which all this is completely swallowed up into the vast infinite energy of love in the universe of all the Krishnas and all the Ramas and all the everybody's Buddhas and the Kalkis from the future who conquer all darkness and sadness and injustice and suffering. And you triumph, your inhalation draws that in and you triumph over it and your bliss triumphs over that all that mass of sadness does not therefore burn you out and then when you exhale this triumphant loving bliss energy flows out to all the beings around you so your normal being is becomes a purifier of other suffering ad infinitum and eternally past even the past suffering you draw away you go back and fix the past you don't leave the past in a mess you fix it enlightened beings go and change the past there's no set thing it's just this way or that way you fix it you undo all unhappy endings all tragedies all sufferings all beings not just all human beings either all beings and you exhale the energy of infinite bliss flows out as love as the will to the happiness of beings in the form of light indomitable light energy traveling instantaneously you know light light is a concept you know light light travels at the speed where mass becomes infinite so it doesn't take any time to become infinite <laughs> Uh, and you do as long as you can do normally well I'm not going to take that much time so then when the way you close the meditation this meditation like with Shabkar did you imagine that uh, your guru is so pleased with you that you are channeling his or her you could be having a female guru for sure infinite loving blissful energy the bliss void bliss freedom indivisible it's called in 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 tibetan 
Advaya. Sukha Shunya Advaya, the non-duality of bliss and emptiness or openness or freedom. Don't be scared of emptiness, openness or freedom. Bliss of bliss, freedom, indivisible. They're so delighted of you that your work and your life and you are spreading the grace and the love. It is so much them that you, they melt into pure light. You no longer can see them there. They dissolve into pure light. And then they flow down with their light as their light rays that they were sending down. They then become their light rays and they flow down into you. And they come onto the crown of your head. And then they melt into the central nervous system. And they go down your central channel. And they come to your heart center. And there in the infinity of, your, of the central core place in your heart center, the infinity of bliss, freedom, indivisible, they take up their happy residence. And they become indivisible from you. And you don't have to worry about ever losing them or ever being apart from them. Because they are there, they are, as he said, they are your mind, they are your heart, they are your super subtle spirit, bliss, freedom, indivisible, heart, mind. That's how you close it. It is. I was like, and then my guru would always interrupt me. <laughs> okay, I'm not true.
Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Kirtan Mala Foundation. Krishnadas is renowned for leading Kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting, and workshops around the world. For more information about him, including upcoming events, please visit krishnadas.com. K-R-I-S-H-N-A-D-A-S.com. We also invite you to visit kirtanwalafoundation.org. K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. Here you will find more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba. Love everyone, serve everyone. Remember God. Ram Ram.